Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Morning Prayer. I want to welcome you here for this Monday morning prayer service. I uh, hope you had a great weekend. We had a chance to go and uh, spend some time in the in the house of the Lord, wherever you worship. And uh, now that we're getting this week going again, I want to thank you for starting it off here with me and spending some time here in the presence of God. So for those that are new to this podcast, uh, the format that I'm going through here is something called the Daily Office. This is um, this is a practice for prayer and devotion out of the Anglican tradition, out of the Church of England, um, the English Church. It uh, consists of a morning prayer and an evening prayer uh, liturgical service, um, spending time in confession and in adoration, spending time in the Word, it has a set list of readings that it goes through over the course of the year, as well as going through the Psalms once a month, uh, and also has a period for um, intercession, for Thanksgiving, so it really kind of covers the the broad gamut of what we do when we spend time with God. We want to make sure that we're we want to make sure that we're praising Him, that we're confessing our sin, that we're dedicating our lives to Him, that we're praying for His presence, His help, His uh, His guidance over the course of the day. We want to make sure that we're spending time in the Word to uh, learn more about Him, learn about more about what He's calling us in this life as Christians. So. I found that this practice was good for me because I was having a lot of trouble going through uh, going through my, my prayer and devotion life on my own. I would easily get distracted by things, and coming to this practice, coming to the, to the daily office really helped me keep my, my focus. It really helped me to have a direction to go in my, in my prayer time, and... Uh, I thought maybe if it helps me, maybe it'll help uh, somebody else. So that's why I wanted to put this podcast together. So, enough rambling as to all that. So, uh, for those that want to follow along, like I said, this is a liturgy, which means that it has uh, set prayers, set responses. Um, there's a couple of ways to do that. One is by going to dailyoffice2019.com. Uh, make sure you're on morning prayer for um, Monday, July 17th. Uh, you can follow right along uh, on that website. Also, if you want to know more about uh, the daily office, as well as the Book of Common Prayer, which is the prayer book that this comes out of, I'm reading out of the uh, Book of Common Prayer, published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. You can go to that church's website at anglicanchurch.net. Uh, if you click on the resources tab, look for Book of Common Prayer, go ahead and click on that. You can um, read the entire Book of Common Prayer if you'd like, like go through all of the different services there. Uh, I believe they also do have specific morning and evening prayer uh, templates that you can click on to uh, follow the liturgy that way as well. Or you're welcome to just uh, listen and pray along with me as I go through the service. So, so with all the preamble out of the way, <laughs> let us prepare our hearts. Uh, take a, a moment or two here just in uh, silent reflection to prepare our hearts for morning prayer this morning.
So again, this is morning prayer for Monday, July 17th, 2023. This is the Monday after the seventh Sunday after Pentecost now, so we're continuing to uh, just work our way through uh, this period between Pentecost and Advent. And as we do with every uh, service, there is an opening sentence of scripture, so we'll begin with that. I was glad when they said unto me, We will go into the house of the Lord. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in his presence to give thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. And let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God as we pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let's say together the words of the Venite, which is the words of Psalm 95. In the Venite, we begin with a an opening and a closing responsory, and the response is, O come, let us adore him. The earth is the Lord's, for he made it. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. 
In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me, and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. The earth is the Lord's, for he made it. O come, let us adore him. The psalms appointed for this morning prayer for the 17th day of the month begin with Psalm 86. Bow down your ear, O Lord, and hear me, for I am poor and in misery. Preserve my life, for I am faithful. My God, save your servant who puts his trust in you. Be merciful unto me, O Lord, for I will call daily upon you. Comfort the soul of your servant, for to you, O Lord, do I lift up my soul. For you, Lord, are good and gracious, and of great mercy to all those who call upon you. Give ear, Lord, unto my prayer, and attend the voice of my humble supplications. In the time of my trouble I will call upon you, for you answer me when I call. Among the gods there is none like you, O Lord, nor are there any deeds like yours. All nations that you have made shall come and worship you, O Lord, and shall glorify your name. For you are great and do wondrous things. Indeed, you are God alone. Teach me your way, O Lord, and I will walk in your truth. O knit my heart to you, that I may fear your name. I will thank you, O Lord my God, with all my heart, and will praise your name forevermore. For great is your mercy toward me. You have delivered my life from the nethermost pit. O God, the proud have risen up against me, and the company of violent men have sought after my life, and have not set you before their eyes. But you, O Lord God, are full of compassion and mercy, long-suffering, plenteous in goodness and truth. O turn then unto me, and have mercy upon me. Give your strength unto your servant, and help the son of your handmaid. Show me some token of your favor, that those who hate me may see it and be ashamed. Because you, Lord, have been my helper and comforter. Going on to Psalm 87. The Lord loves the foundation which he has laid upon the holy hills. The gates of Zion are dearer to him than all the dwellings of Jacob. 
Very excellent things are spoken of you, O city of God. I will consider Egypt and Babylon among those who know me. Behold, Philistia also, and Tyre with Ethiopia, each one was born in her. And of Zion it shall be reported that each one was born in her, and the Most High shall establish her. The Lord shall record it when he registers the people, that each one was born there. The singers and the dancers also shall say, All my fresh springs are in you. Going on to Psalm 88. O Lord God of my salvation, I have cried day and night before you. O let my prayer enter into your presence. Incline your ear to my call. For my soul is full of trouble, and my life draws nigh to the grave. I am counted as one of those who go down into the pit, and I have become as one who has no strength. I have become like the dead, and like the slain who lie in the grave, whom you remember no more, and who are cut off from your hand. You have laid me in the lowest pit, in a place of darkness, and in the deep. Your indignation lies heavy upon me, and you have overwhelmed me with all your storms. You have put my friends far from me, and made me to be abhorred by them. I am in prison. I cannot go forth. My sight fails because of trouble. Lord, I have called daily upon you. I have stretched forth my hands unto you. Do you show wonders among the dead? Or shall the dead rise up again and praise you? Shall your loving kindness be shown in the grave? Or your faithfulness in destruction? Shall your wondrous works be known in the dark? And your righteousness in the land where all things are forgotten? Unto you have I cried, O Lord, and early shall my prayer come before you. Lord, why do you cast off my soul and hide your face from me? I am in misery, like one who is at the point of death. Even from my youth, your terrors have I suffered with a troubled mind. Your wrathful displeasure goes over me, and the fear of you has undone me. Daily they come round about me like water, and encompass me on every side. My companions and neighbors you have put away from me, and hidden my friends out of my sight. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson for this morning prayer service is a reading from the first book of Samuel beginning with the 8th chapter and the first verse. When Samuel became old, he made his sons judges over Israel. The name of his firstborn son was Joel, and the name of his second Abijah. They were judges in Beersheba. Yet his sons did not walk in his ways, but turned aside after gain. They took bribes and perverted justice. 
Then all the leaders of Israel gathered together and came to Samuel at Ramah and said to him, Behold, you are old, and your sons do not walk in your ways. Now appoint for us a king to judge us like all the nations. But the thing displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed to the Lord. And the Lord said to Samuel, Obey the voice of the people in all that they say to you. For they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me from being king over them. According to all the deeds that they have done from the day I brought them up out of Egypt even to this day, forsaking me and serving other gods, so they are also doing to you. Now then, obey their voice. Only you shall solemnly warn them and show them the ways of the king who shall reign over them. So Samuel told all the words of the Lord to the people who were asking for a king from him. He said, These will be the ways of the king who will reign over you. He will take your sons and appoint them to his chariots, and to be his horsemen, and to run before his chariots. And he will appoint for himself commanders of thousands, and commanders of fifties, and some to plow his ground, and to reap his harvest, and to make his implements of war and the equipment of his chariots. He will take your daughters to be perfumers and cooks and bakers. He will take the best of your fields and vineyards and olive orchards and give them to his servants. He will take the tenth of your grain and of your vineyards and give it to his officers and to his servants. He will take your male servants and female servants and the best of your young men and your donkeys and put them to his work. He will take the tenth of your flocks and you shall be his slaves. And in that day you will cry out because of your king, whom you have chosen for yourselves. But the Lord will not answer you in that day. But the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel, and they said, No, but there shall be a king over us, that we also may be like all the nations, and that our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. And when Samuel had heard all the words of the people, he repeated them in the ears of the Lord. And the Lord said to Samuel, Obey their voice, and make them a king. Samuel then said to the men of Israel, Go every man to his city. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> Let us say together the words of the Tadeum Laudamus. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim, sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, 
You humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we have put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. Let us never be put to shame. The second lesson for this morning prayer service is a reading from St. Paul's first epistle to the Corinthians, beginning with the 15th chapter and the 35th verse. But someone will ask, how are the dead raised? With what kind of body do they come? You foolish person. What you sow does not come to life unless it dies. And what you sow is not the body that is to be, but a bare kernel, perhaps of wheat or of some other grain. But God gives it a body as he has chosen, and to each kind of seed its own body. For not all flesh is the same. But there is one kind for humans, another for animals, another for birds, and another for fish. There are heavenly bodies and earthly bodies, but the glory of the heavenly is of one kind, and the glory of the earthly is of another. There is one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars, for star differs from star in glory. So it is with the resurrection of the dead. What is sown is perishable, what is raised is imperishable. It is sown in dishonor, it is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness, it is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. If there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. Thus it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. But it is not the spiritual that is first, but the natural, and then the spiritual. The first man was from the earth, a man of dust. The second man is from heaven. As was the man of dust, so also are those who are of the dust. And as is the man of heaven, so also are those who are of heaven. <clears throat> Just as we have borne the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the man of heaven. I tell you this, brothers, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed, in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall be changed. For this perishable body must put on the imperishable, and this mortal body must put on immortality. 
When the perishable puts on the imperishable, and the mortal puts on immortality, then shall come to pass the saying that is written, Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brothers, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the words of the Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let's proclaim our faith together in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen.
O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day for this Monday after the seventh Sunday after Pentecost. Let your merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of your humble servants, and that we may receive what we ask. Teach us by your Holy Spirit to ask only those things that are pleasing to you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who with you and the same Spirit lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. A Collect for the Renewal of Life Let us pray. O God, the King Eternal, whose light divides the day from the night and turns the shadow of death into the morning, drive far from us all wrong desires, incline our hearts to keep your law, and guide our feet into the way of peace, that, having done your will with cheerfulness during the day, we may, when night comes, rejoice to give you thanks. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, who alone works great marvels, send down upon our clergy and the congregations committed to their charge the life-giving spirit of your grace. Shower them with the continual dew of your blessing, and ignite in them a zealous love of your gospel. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We've come to the portion of the service where you're free to offer any intercessions, any petitions uh, to the Lord. So feel free to pause this podcast for a moment, spend some time in his presence, just bringing your needs, the needs of others, the needs of your community, whatever God lays on your heart. Feel free to bring those to him now, and we'll rejoin here in a moment for the general thanksgiving. So now having brought those petitions and needs before the Lord, let us thank him for all his blessings in the words of the general thanksgiving. Let us pray together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, 
to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions, as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> well, thank, <clears throat> thank you so much. Sorry, wow. Thank you so much for joining me on this uh, morning prayer service. I apologize. My voice is not what it should be this uh, today, but uh, but I thank you for indulging me in <laughs> in uh, leading this morning prayer service. Uh, if this has been a, a benefit to you, if this is something that's been a blessing to you, uh, I'd love to hear from you. Um, there's a couple of ways you can reach out to me. Uh, the easiest one would probably be by email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. Again, it's commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach out to me on Twitter uh, at the handle commonprayer419. Uh, those are the two ways at this point. Hopefully I can uh, get some other social media presence developed uh, over time here but uh, those are the ways that we have available right now and uh, you can feel free to reach out with a comment prayer request um, whatever you have on your heart that you want to share i'd love to hear from you and especially for those who happen to be in the northwest ohio area you notice that the email was common prayer 419 uh, for those that know that is the area code for this part of northwest ohio uh, I'd love to love to hear from you. Um, there's not a lot of uh, Anglican presence in this part of the state, so I'd love to see if there are others in this area who um, are either curious to, about this uh, style of worship or maybe have, like myself, have some roots in the Anglican tradition and uh, just haven't really had an outlet to... <laughs> Uh, to worship in that manner in this in this area of the state, I'd, I'd love to hear from you. Maybe there, maybe there's a chance for some some community to be born out of that. Who knows? Uh, who knows what God has in store? But uh, in any case, I hope wherever you're listening that it's been a blessing to you. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Uh, I'll be uh, putting up uh, prayer services Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, uh, 8 a.m. for morning prayer and 5 p.m. for evening prayer. Uh, I think that should be about everything. Uh, <laughs> just getting things wrapped up here for this podcast. Uh, again, thank you so much. Uh, thank you for putting up with my voice as it happened to be today. But uh, um, thank you again for, for joining me on this podcast. Uh, again, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. I pray that God richly blesses you today. And I'll see you next time.